Part two of session 29, and let's finish up this session with crystal use. Let's begin. This video is going to be shorter than the rest because it's only a couple of questions that we had left from session 29. If you remember from the previous sessions, uh, we were talking about cosmology and specifically intelligent infinity, intelligent energy, uh, the logos, the sub-logos, and all that information that was very heavy. And so we finished that last video, and that's why I wanted to have this standalone video talking about the rest of the questions, which went towards the uh, direction of crystal work. And one last question that we're gonna get into it, that it's not uh, really about crystal, but let's finish up session 29 and we're gonna be done with this. So uh, we can move into session 30, which is going to be a little bit of that mixture that we had in previous sessions and it wasn't as heavy. So let's go straight into the question that we left off. It was uh, question 23, where Don says, okay, now, as the creation is formed, as the atoms form from rotations of the vibration, which is light, they coalesce in a certain manner sometimes. They find distances, interatomic distances, from each other at precise distance and produce a lattice structures which we call crystalline. I'm guessing that because of the formation from intelligent energy of the precise crystalline structure, that is, that it is possible, by some technique to tap intelligent energy and bring it into the physical illusion by working through the crystalline structure. Is this correct? Ra says, this is correct only insofar as the crystalline physical structure is charged by a correspondingly crystallized or regularized or balanced mind-body-spirit complex. So, uh, Don was now asking about the work that can be done with crystals for healing and We've covered this in previous sessions, and uh, Don was mostly interested in, as you can see in the next questions, how to use crystals and how to know if you were able to use crystals for healing, which is going to come to a surprise um, statement uh, by Rob, which uh, probably not surprising as we read it, but maybe a, a wall of bricks for, for Don, um, and it's going to make sense, but... In this case, uh, Don is asking if, uh, you know, this first how the crystals are formed and then because of that formation and knowing everything that we know, if that's how we can tap intelligent energy uh, or intelligent infinity to, uh, to move intelligent energy for healing. And Ra says, this is correct in, in the sense of, you know, the physical crystal and how it works, but uh, they emphasize the need to have and they say this all the time, you know, the crystal itself doesn't work. You have to have somebody who is balanced in the way that they're going to describe here for for the actual use of the crystal. So the um, that's what they're saying when they say a regularized or balanced mind-body-spirit complex is just a person that is balanced and regularized and crystallized as well, which is all terms to describe somebody who is basically pretty much aligned with themselves and have a seeking towards healing. That's another very important part because without that, then there is no 
no healing happening. <laughs> you have to have the intention of healing, plus being, you know, uh, pretty much aligned with yourself, which is something that's going to make more sense in the next questions, to be able to channel this energy and to um, help another person. So, next question that um, Don asks, and because, yeah, we've covered this in previous material, he says, I don't wish to get off on subjects of no importance or subjects that don't lead us to better understanding uh, of our mechanisms of growth, which lead us to things that are not transient. But it's difficult sometimes to see precisely what direction to go in. I would like to investigate a little bit more uh, this idea of crystals and how they are used. So Don says, I am assuming then from what you said that in order to use the crystal to tap intelligent energy, it is necessary to have a partially undistorted mind-body-spirit complex. Is this satisfactory or do you need, uh, is this correct? And again, uh, this, Don is recognizing that the, um, um, the question itself is, it's going into territory that we have covered already when we talked about crystal healing and healing uh, itself. So he's, uh, you know, he says like, we don't, this, this also, I mean, I wanna point this out because it's important to keep in mind that the rock contact was able to, to be sustained because of the nature of the questions that, that they asked. So you couldn't be asking just any, any type of question because this would alter the, direction that the people of Ra had and the uh, the interference or mixed contact could happen because of the the intentions of the questions. So every time you read Don saying something like, you know, I'm sorry to go off track or, you know, I, I hope I'm not going, you know, in the wrong direction here or anything like that is actually what kept the contact going all along because of these questions and that's what Don is recognizing here and because of that uh, Ra always told him that you know you're pretty conscious about the questions that you're asking so you know the contact is fine and all that stuff so it doesn't have to do much you know with the, with the session itself or the video but I wanted to point that out because it shows you know the nature of how this was done and Ra even said at some point I forgot which session, the 40s or the 60s, somewhere around there, uh, that they could not find and they would probably not find any other uh, group of people that they could do a contact like this in the near future. Or I don't know how, how impossible it was or not probable because of the great harmony that they had. So again, I just wanted to put that parentheses there. And then, yeah, um, going back to the question, then Don wants to know if this is um, um, if, if this is what they need. They need a, a somebody who is partially undistorted, doesn't have to be a perfect being, but has that um, that ability to tap intelligent energy. And if that's correct, then Rod's going to say that this is specifically correct. We know that already. And the next question is Don saying, there must be a point at which the removal of distortion reaches a minimum for use of the crystal in tapping intelligent energy. Is this correct? Ra says, this is correct only if it is understood, shall we say, that each mind-body-spirit complex has a, a unique such point. Don further inquires, uh, 
Can you tell me why each mind-body-spirit complex has this unique point of distortion ridding? Ra says, each mind-body-spirit complex is a unique portion of the one creator. Don says, then you are saying that there is no single level of, shall we say, purity required to tap intelligent energy through crystals. But there can be a wide variety in the amount of distortion that an entity may have. But each entity has to reach his particular point of what I might call energizing the ability. Is this right? Ra says, this is incorrect. The necessity is for the mind-body-spirit complex to be of a certain balance. This balance does enabling it to reach a set level of lack of distortion. The critical difficulties are unique for each mind-body-spirit complex due to the experiential distillations, which in total are the, shall we say, violet ray beingness of each such entity. So um, I went through several questions because um, what Don was trying to find out is if it was um, if there was a, a specific amount of purity that was needed by 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 the person itself, and you know here's there's kind of like that um, linear thinking I would say, and you know it's just no offense at all, but we we fall into that. In fact, there is no offense in this. There's just a recognition that we, as humans, especially if we're we're very uh, intellectual, we tend to go into linear thinking because we we want to know if there is a, a specific way to reach, uh, you know, a, a process. And you know, in, in here we tend to think that there must be somebody who is so pure that that's you know what we need. We all need to reach that level of purity or that level of you know perfection or whatever it may be the case and we have different factors and elements playing here which is what Ra is saying here at the end that you know the mind-body-spirit complex needs a certain balance and that balance is dependent on the entity the entity may have all kinds of different distortions compared to somebody else and those distortions need to be uh, alleviated at least so they could be um, uh, a good channel for the energy that's going to be uh, funneled or channeled in. So that's uh, there, there's no specific way or one specific point that needs to be reached, but rather a balance of the entity itself. So anybody could be a healer, uh, to be honest. It's just that not everybody has that seeking, plus everybody has a different... Uh, point of of balancing that they need to do for in order to to allow this energy to be channeled through them because they are channels and the crystal itself is just going to be um, the it's almost like the magnifying glass you know that just does that kind of work and it, it kind of um, it's charged and that that energy is used or transferred to to the person so it can allow for catalysts to happen in the other individual, the person being healed, so they could use it whichever way, you know, it, it can be done. So that's why in the pyramids, they also used a priest or a healer that was the one, you know, who was pretty much crystallized themselves. Crystallized meaning that they're aligned, that they have um, as less distortion as possible it's not possible to have no distortions because uh, just being here must 
you must have some sort of distortion to be here in the creation itself. So, um, you know, that's that's what they're saying. Let me go back to uh, the rest of the question where, or the answer with Ra says, this balances what is necessary for work to be done in seeking the gateway to intelligent infinity through the use of crystals or through any other use. No two mind, body, spirit crystallized natures are the same. The distortion requirements, vibrational speaking, are set. So now, uh, with everything that I said, <laughs> I guess this makes a lot more sense, you know, um, in terms of how the person needs to be. You know, it just has to be somebody who is just crystallized in and of, in and of itself, you know, um, in its own way. So, no, no two people are the same. And that's just how it works. So there is no level that we all need to reach, you know, it's just no ordain, you know, from, <laughs> from our um, metaphysical self, let's put it that way, to our physical self. So that's, um, that's basically it. Not too, not too heavy. And Don says, I see, then if you are able to read the violet ray of an entity to see that ray, is it possible then to immediately determine whether the entity could use crystals to tap intelligent energy? Ra says, it is possible for one of fifth density or above to do this, so not us or not somebody from fourth density. And Don says, is it possible for you to tell me how a crystal is used by an entity who has satisfactorily achieved necessary violet ray qualification? I will say how it is possible for the entity to use the crystal or how he should use the crystal. Ra says the gateway to intelligent infinity is born of, shall we say, sympathetic vibration in balanced state, a companion with the will to serve, the will to seek. So, um, see, Don, and this becomes a lot more clear with the next question that Don has. Uh, but Don was asking, like, how, how do you use the crystal? How is it, you know, that I want to know how do I use it? You know, how, how do I place it and what do I do with it and everything else? And Rai's going into more of like, you know, the um, the metaphysical side of it or, you know, that part of, of, of the self itself. And they say the gateway to intelligent infinity. So opening the gateway to intelligent infinity from, you know, your, uh, your sixth chakra or the indigo ray is born of the sympathetic vibration in balanced state uh, accompanying the will to serve or the will to seek so the the sympathetic vibration is that um, that state that you are when you are aligned when you're in a balanced state and it has to be or go along with the will to serve or the will to seek so serve and seek seek and serve are kind of synonymous here because if you're if you're seeking seeking being you know that 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 way to to know the self that's a way to serve and the more you know yourself the more you serve say the creation the more you serve yourself actually not to evoke the idea of serving something external <laughs> anything external is the self and it's important to always keep in mind that there is no other self but the one self and we are that self so that's unity. Unity expressed in multiplicity here in the illusion of creation. So we can have an experience and that experience can only happen if we're divided. So if we perceive the self as separate, then we're not seeing reality as it is. If we see or the more we see the creation and other selves, especially other selves, 
as us and we identify with themselves when who they are um, then the more we serve this creation by seeing everything as unity so um, okay I think I got off track there but <laughs> just wanted to mention that and let's see the next question um, yeah Don is going to go into you know more um, like he says but can you tell me precisely what the entity would do with the crystal to use it for the purpose of seeking the intelligent infinity and Ra says the use of the crystal in physical manifestation is that use wherein the entity of crystal and nature charges the regularized physical crystal with the seeking thus enabling it to vibrate harmonically and also become the catalyst or gateway whereby intelligent infinity may thus become intelligent energy this crystal serving as an analog of the violet ray of mind body spirit in relatively undistorted form so again uh the, the use of of the physical crystal is that where the entity that is using the healer itself charges it in a way that uh, with the seeking and seeking in this case is the will to serve and to serve the other entity to help the other entity in a selfless way the the the, the healer itself doesn't have an identity at this point the healer is not a somebody trying to help another self it's helping itself it's seeing it that way so um, that's how it becomes a pure channel for the undifferentiated intelligent energy that is being funneled for the person being healed so that's a very important part of somebody who is um, of crystalline nature that charges the physical crystal with that uh, with that energy so there is no distortion or very little distortion from intelligent infinity through the gateway of the healer to the crystal so it can be charged and used for healing in that way uh, they continue and they say thus enabling it to vibrate harmonically of course it vibrates in harmony if the person charging it doesn't distort it so there is pure harmony there and it also and also become the catalyst or gateway whereby intelligent infinity may thus become intelligent energy the person the healer becomes and the crystal itself the healer and the crystal become um, the way I understand it they become the catalyst or the enabling principle for the per for for the possibility of healing in this case they provide that catalyst whereby intelligent infinity may thus become intelligent energy this crystal serving as an analog of the violet ray of mind body spirit in relatively undistorted form the crystal becomes an analog of the violet ray of mind body spirit in this case I'm assuming they are talking about the healer they could also be talking about the um, the person being healed but I think it's more the healer and that's just how it's done like I said the healer is the um, it's almost like it, the crystal is an extension of the healer and because the crystal is completely crystallized and has basically no distortions whereas the healer may have some distortion so that that energy may be used in that way of course this is not the only way of healing it's just one of the ways and um, this this comes into um, 
comes to memory, you know, the uh, the work that shamans, like, pure shamans, which I would say, I, I like to use the word shaman for uh, the person that has been trained for a long time, probably his whole life, or at least has become one with nature that way, that it can understand the plant uh, medicine that they're using, or even the plants themselves. They they talk or receive information from the plants. If you have seen um, anybody from, from say, uh, South America in their tribes, when they say, you know, the, the plants told me that, you know, this was good for arthritis, you know, or the plant told me this was good for infection, or, I mean, they're not doing any scientific work in a lab or anything. They're just talking directly to the plants, and the plants are in some way by dreams by meditation contemplation or just you know through the uh the crystallized being they're informing the individual that the plant may be of use for you know such and such a way so that's the same thing i mean it's not them they didn't say well you know i just realized that this plant has there's no ego there they just know i mean i the plant told me so the plant is good for this <laughs> I have nothing to do with it. So uh, this, these are, and of course, you know, we're talking about the same thing, it's healing. So, you know, in the same way, crystals can be used this way, and it all has to do with, with, the, with the healer. This reminds me of uh, previous sessions where we talk about healing. If you haven't watched, I made a video recently uh, talking about healing, uh, questions that I didn't cover before, so you can probably see it here or here, I think it's here, <laughs> where it's gonna pop up and you can see it, and you can go and watch that part of healing. Um, so, the uh, they say that everybody is a different type of healer. So there, are, it depends on the individual too, and that individual has its own way of healing other other people. It could be you know in many ways, just like crystal or plants or uh, verbal you know dialogue with people, which is essentially what Buddhism is. Buddhism is healing with you know a dialogue there's no specific teaching that happens it's just the personal learning through the catalyst that is provided by say the master the teacher healing the other person remember healing is just removing distortions and balancing and um organizing in essence your 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 uh, your energy centers your chakras so whatever helps in that way it's some sort of healing so anyhow so this explains in essence you know what the person and the crystal does to uh, to heal and let's go to the next question so we can go on to the end where uh, Don says is it possible at all for you to instruct us in specific uses of crystal and Ra kind of finishes this off by saying uh, <laughs> Ah, uh, this makes me laugh. I'm sorry. It is possible. There are, we consider, things which are not efficacious to tell you due to the possible infringement upon your free will. Entities of the Confederation have erred in this in the past. The uses of the crystal, as you know, include the uses for healing, for power, and even for the development of life forms. We feel that it is unwise to f offer instruction at this time, as your peoples have shown a tendency to use peaceful resources of power for disharmonious reasons. Can you blame them? <laughs> yes. 
Uh, they are right. Not yes, you can blame them. <laughs> but hey, yeah, you can blame them too because they gave us the same information. It's your fault. <laughs> we are the victims. Uh, shame on you, Ra, and the Confederation to give us all that work uh, or all that information back in the, the Atlantean day. So. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Again, Don wanted to know if it was possible for them to show them, you know, waste and to how to heal with crystals and so on. This was a little bit more bold than um, the previous questions that Don had saying, you know, can you teach us how to heal and all this stuff? Can we become healers? And Ron said, yes, we can. Yes, we could. Uh, but now Don is saying like, hey, can you teach us how to, you know, use crystals? And I mean... This has nothing to do with Don, of course. You know, this has nothing to do with Carla and Jim or anybody in LNL research at the time. It had to do with the information that they were given, you know, and they could say like, oh, you guys are great. You know, I'm sure you would use this information for healing. But they say, uh, your peoples have shown a tendency to use peaceful sources of power for disharmonious reasons. So, <laughs> um I think that's just funny because it just shows that, you know, they're they're very hesitant to show us anything that can be used for potential destruction, especially in these times. So, uh, I just got a kick out of this, you know, you gotta laugh. Laugh? <laughs> Laughter is the ultimate realization, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I think it's funny, so <laughs> I'll probably keep laughing until the end of the video. But, um... Yeah, so they said basically, you know, we, we could teach you, but it's not possible. Uh, we don't we don't want to make the same mistakes that we did in the past. We uh, we did this. Uh, how many times I did it, you know, in Atlantis and Egypt, and uh, even now, you know, with uh, free energy as they they did it, which wasn't catastrophic, I have to say. You know, when they gave us free energy, at least something happened that was taken away from. The, not from the people, and this is again using Don and the LNL research people as you know, really positive beings as an example. There's a lot of positive beings here that would use intelligent uh, energy or uh, infinite energy, as Tesla gave us, for good purposes. But it's those pesky ones that still roam our planet that have to be, you know. Uh, kept in watch you know we have to not by us because we don't know any better but you know that information it's I guess in a good way that was taken away you know from from these people somehow I don't even know you know this is a mystery now but also uh, we like say Einstein or even before you know all this Einstein wasn't you know Einstein was given something different but it was around the time of Einstein where you know the information about nuclear uh, uh, nuclear bombs where we're giving you know and this was the confederation again uh, they were trying to give you know some sort of technology to be used and of course we use it to blow ourselves up <laughs> so you know that's why they're very hesitant to give you know this type of information even if it's for a benevolent use there are some who would read the material and say oh thank you Ra so yeah um, we are still pretty under uh, pretty unconscious about the use and the purpose of this whole creation. I mean, it's hard enough to get people to, to believe that there is interdimensional existence. It's hard 
enough right now because of science too, in, in its own way, or even religion to a great degree, to make uh, people believe that there is, you know, a an internal God, that there is, there's, you know, this, the basic principles of the spirit. A lot of people believe in spirit, but they don't believe in the possibility of spirit, you know, enduring and reincarnating and just being part of the whole. They feel like they are, you know, sheep by, you know, by uh, a shepherd who is God, who keeps all the sheep in place. And, you know, I judge you and I move you to another den where there's, you know, there's fire and, you know, there's a black sheep there, you know, poking you with a trident and so on. I don't know. So we uh, we have a lot to grow and a lot to, to learn. But um, yeah, uh, enough philosophizing here and going, you know, on a tangent. We have one more question to cover. But um, yeah, I think that was important to mention in, in general, just to finalize this. This is the end, of course, you know, of, <laughs> of Don asking, you know, about crystal healing. So let's go to the last question uh, where Don says, I guess what would better get on, get to then now that we have traced the path of creation, at least down to the crystalline structure, we better concentrate on the evolution of thought and its seeking path to intelligent infinity. Ah, gotta love Don. See, he got the, the message and said, all right, let's get back to business. And he says, we have created in the major galaxy of Logos a very large number of planets. As these planets develop, is it possible for you to give me an example of various planetary developments in what I would call a metaphysical sense, having to do with the development of consciousness and its polarities throughout the galaxy? In other words, I believe that some of these planets develop quite rapidly into higher density planets and some take longer times. Can you give me some idea of that development? Ra says, the particular logos of your major galaxy has used a large portion of its coalesced material to reflect the beingness of the creator. In this way, there is much of your galactic system which does not have the progression of which you speak but dwells spiritually as a portion of the logos. Of those entities upon which consciousness dwells, there is, as you surmise, a variety of time-space periods during which the higher densities of experience are attained by consciousness. So I don't think the question that Don was specifically answered by Ra here, even though they gave like a little, you know, another insight on the same topic, because I think Don wanted to ask was about the planets and their evolution through um, their metaphysical evolution, say. And uh, Ra, I guess, picked up that part of the evolution <laughs> and they said, well, you know, let's go to the basics of the... Uh, the state of matter in the galaxy itself. And they said, you know, this Logos has uh, used most of it to reflect the creator, so much of it is in the spiritual realm, basically. And the rest of the entities who are conscious then are going through the process of evolution through space-time and time-space. So those who have acquired that spiritual portion are going through the, pro through the process of consciousness evolution through the densities as we have explained. So they're given that idea that, you know, there's a vast portion of the galaxy that remains in the spiritual realm and uh, that the rest are just going through the motions, just like we are. So this question, I think, is gonna get into, uh, because I didn't put here that 
Ra says, this is the last question, of course, and they said, does this satisfy your uh, your query or something to that effect? They say, um, yeah, so uh, does this, you know, answer the question or something like that? And Don says, you know, I'll have to think about it and ask tomorrow uh, more or elaborate or whatever. But um, that was it, you know, and uh, there's also, you know, th there's another question that I didn't put here that had to do with Carla, you know, and just personal stuff about her, you know, healing and using machine and all that stuff. I think that's what it was here. So, um, yeah, no, there was something else about uh, healing that they didn't talk about, but I don't want to include it here, which had to do with Carla itself. So, um, in the next session, they're going to talk about this specifically, and it's going to make more sense there when Don asked the question more, uh, more specific. So... That's all we got here. Conclusions. We talked about healing. And uh, healing is something that we uh, we seek all the time because this that's just the nature of what we're trying to do. Whether we do it here in the physical space-time or we attempt to do it or program for it in time-space, you know, that's the purpose of evolution, if you think about it. Uh, the more aligned you are with yourself, then the more you can you can see uh, in consciousness, the more expanded your consciousness is, uh, thus you are able to be part of the creation in higher densities. So healing is, uh, I, and it's funny because Ra, whenever they say sometimes, whenever they say, um, sometimes when they say healing, uh, they say healing as you know you you call this or something like that. They they don't, they don't see healing as we see it. They see healing more as the process of evolution of us aligning ourselves with who we are. Of course, there are different distortions that occur in the densities, but you know, that's just the nature of it. And that's why, you know, healing here is not the same as healing in fourth density or in fifth density, but it's the same process. So keeping that in mind, we know that whatever we do here reflects in our spiritual, um, spiritual or metaphysical uh, bodies, or whichever way you want to see it, our mind-body-spirit complex outside of space-time. That's really important because uh, when we start seeing ourselves as something that is beyond this physical body, then we know that the work that we're doing here is basically mental. The body has nothing to do with it. The body is just a vehicle. And the mind is, in essence, everything. So it's our mind that we need to process and we, we need to uh, understand better, knowing the self. And this is the process of, again, just knowing who you are and expressing who you are, accepting who you are. There is no long, you know, uh, healing that I have to go through because you know I need to find who I am and I need to evolve in some way um, in, a, in a way and this is funny but evolution here means accepting who you are and it's that hard you know it's I think that's why we try to externalize things to make us believe because it seems easier to try to achieve something as opposed to accept who we are. Of course, conditioning has a lot to do. And I, when I mean conditioning, I'm talking about the uh, cultural conditioning that we have, society and so on. But um, 
when you when you really feel yourself as who you are, it's really hard to accept, you know, who you want to be, the things that you like doing, you know, because there are different things that you ought to be doing. So I, I talk a lot about this, you know, in my social media, and you know, whenever I get the chance to to kind of go on a on a parallel here with uh, with the raw material, because I think this is the most important part of 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 knowing the self is just uh, accepting who you are and just be just just be there's no judgment especially coming from you so healing comes there and this is exactly how you become crystallized this is how you uh, you become aligned with yourself you you don't judge yourself anymore and by not judging yourself there is the automatic response of not being able to judge others it's just not possible because you judge others based on how you judge yourselves so uh, this is important to keep in mind and my belief this is again just my philosophy of, of life that we if we seek healing that's the best way you know we can provide it to ourselves just seeking the self accepting who we are because we are everything also seeking the self may lead you know to think that we need to find something we need to achieve something Everything sits in, it's inside already. We have been programmed for this. We ourselves program our existence here. And we continue to feed ourselves through intuition and the mind complex to know, you know who we are. That's why experience and catalyst is available to us. We are providing it to ourselves. So again, you know, just wanted to emphasize that part since we talk about healing. That's the best conclusion I can get out of this part of the material. Session 30 is going to be more about, uh, like I said, you know, a mixture of different questions here and there, like we were used to. We're done with the, the heavy part of cosmology or cosmogenesis, and this is going to be a lot smoother, you know, for at least some sessions until we get some some heavy stuff that is more specific. So, thank you for watching this video. Uh, if you haven't subscribed, like because it helps spread this law of one material that I love so much. And if you're watching this far, <laughs> then you definitely like it too. So that's the best way you can contribute so far to spread it. Share it also if you want with people that may resonate with it. That is one of the best ways to actually expand the reach of this material and of my humble service here to interpret it in my own way. Again, uh, it's probably a good time to say that this is not the ultimate way to interpret it. It's just me. Very excited to talk about this stuff just because I love it and that's it. That's the only reason I do it. Not to teach, not to um, give some ultimate truth that's coming out of this, <laughs> but just how I feel it, how I perceive it, and this is just how I, uh, I deliver it. So again, if I didn't say it, thank you again and I'll see you in session 30.